Hello and welcome to the Deep Bible Studies podcast where we discover, explore, examine, and practice the Word of God. I am your host, Claudia Rivera Guevarez, and today we will start in part one of John 7, 32 through 36. So, as always, let's just get right into it. Officers sent to arrest Jesus. The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering these things about him, and the chief priests and Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. So these two groups, the chief priests and the Pharisees, actually didn't get along. The Sadducees, which made up a great amount of those chief priests, and the Pharisees were religiously and politically against each other. And so more specifically, let's focus on the Sadducees. They denied the concept of bodily and just general resurrection, the immorality of the soul, and they also rejected the oral traditions. In contrast to the Pharisees, which we're gonna focus on now, who strictly followed the oral traditions, ceremony and rites, belief in the afterlife, judgment based upon works, bodily resurrection, and predestination. Yet even though their opposition was great against each other, we see that John actually mentions here that they were pairing up against Jesus all throughout the Gospels, really, and they both hated him. They would ask him questions to trick him, to try to humiliate him, and we see here even to try to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. You will seek me and you will not find me. Where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? So they spoke about the Gentiles who were greatly looked down upon. And ironically, after Jesus' death and resurrection, because the Jews would persecute and imprison and kill Christians, and they would continue to reject and condemn the Messiah and the truth of the gospel, the Christians shifted their view to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. And they themselves repented and believed and preached the biblical gospel to multitudes. Even the most looked down upon and the broken and depraved, they are not hopeless. For God has used who the world thought to be weak and fools to preach the gospel, which is the wisdom and the power of God. And he continues to do so. And we see that in Paul's epistles. So this was the plan from the beginning. We actually see this in Genesis 22, 15 through 18, which says, And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven again. By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven, as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies. And in your offspring shall be all the nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So the context of that was when uh, Abraham was tested by sacrificing his child. But obviously we know that that is an abomination to the Lord and it was just a test. And so God is telling him, you have been faithful. Our covenant remains. In John 11, 48 through 52, God used one of these leading priests who was plotting to kill Jesus to preach this very plan and covenant that he would renew through Jesus. When they were plotting to kill him, he says, if we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, Capias, who was a high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you understand. It is better for you that one man should die for the people, not the whole nation should perish. 
He did not say this in his own accord, but being the high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nations and not for the nation only, but also to gather into one the children of God who were scattered abroad. We see this new covenant being fulfilled. And so verse 36 then says, what does he mean by saying you will seek me and you will not find me and where I am you cannot come? You can find more information on our website, www.deepbiblestudies.com, where you will also find the calendar to go along with the book that we will be studying. You can also find us on Instagram, at Deep Bible Studies, and Facebook, where you can know every single time we post a new podcast. Also, we have an email, contact at deepbiblestudies.com, where you can ask us any questions and we will be sure to get back to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time.